0: So uh, kind of get your uh, request in, try to see how many people kind of uh, get up here. <clears throat> but um, yeah, that was, a, that was a tough one. Um, I don't really want to talk too much about this game. Uh, this game didn't really have much to it. I guess it was uh, the Suns kind of started out hot. I thought uh, that kind of broke the Lakers' belief in this one. Uh, the Lakers had like 10 points to go with like three minutes left in the first. This one was over. I mean, uh, I think all the Laker podcasts kind of talked about it. Um, we needed to get off to a fast start tonight, and that just that just didn't happen. Um, the scoring wasn't there. LeBron still wasn't able to kind of get to the rim the way he wanted to, the way I thought he would, he should have um, if if the Lakers going to be anytime successful. They packed the paint. They dared the Lakers to shoot it. The Lakers made that starting lineup change to put Gasol, um, put Gasol into the starting lineup, and it gave him some spacing, but we still just couldn't hit shots, man. KCP still couldn't hit his shots until like the third quarter where we kind of made that run where it where was a little too late. Um, Alex Caruso as well. Um, he came in, his, his start wasn't there. Dennis Schroeder had another super slow start to this game. He didn't pick it up too late. Um, just going with my notes here, we were down 27 in the third man. And, and this Suns team is good. I want to give them credit. Um, first and foremost, like that's a legitimately good team. I never thought this series was something that was going to be over in like five games, even when we were healthy. Um, there were people saying like the Lakers were going to, we're going to beat them in five games. I always thought this was a legitimately really good team. You don't win as many games as they did without without being this good. And uh, they're legit. They're well coached. They knew exactly what their game plan was, and they executed it. Chris Paul, Devin Booker are hell to defend for a series. They make you go through a bunch of different adjustments. Um, they come off screen and roll. They know how to shoot it. They know how to score. Um, they attacked our bigs whichever ones were out there, Montrezl, Marcus, Saul, Andre Drummond, Drum, they knew how to go at them. So give them a lot of credit. Jay Crowder, those dudes did a nice job on LeBron after AD went out after game four. Um, they really packed the paint on him and they did a great job with him. And uh, just a quick reflect on this series, the season before I kind of bring people up here. Um, if it was just an injury riddle season, man, uh, LeBron had an MVP type year um, after Right before his ankle injury, LeBron had an MVP type year. He was going off. He had an incredible season. I just did not see coming. Um, he approached the season the way I kind of thought AD would approach it, um, but he went after this. He he saw that the MVP was for taking, and it just and uh, it, it's disappointing what happened with Solomon Hill, kind of falling with his leg. And I thought Anthony Davis just never entered this season. Like he just was never himself here. Even when the Lakers started twenty-one and six, and we're starting Marcus Saul had this beautiful starting lineup with this spacing. Anthony Davis was just never himself. He had like these two 30-point games against a really bad Houston team with James Harden quit and and 30 points against this tanking Oklahoma City team. But other than that, it was a really tough season for him. It Was a slog. I don't think he was ever in conditioning shape. And then one injury, and then he got the Achilles injury. And after that, you could tell he was just never himself. He never he never got to come to the season. And that might have been the sacrifice for the ring. You make that sacrifice every time. But um, that just looked like how this season kind of played out. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start bringing some people up here. I don't want to just vent, <laughs> just be myself kind of venting up here. So uh, if anyone wants to come up, uh, please request. Um, let's start with uh, Javi. Let's see if Javi comes up here. I appreciate everyone kind of coming in here. Uh, again, if you're late, uh, it's just me by myself. Uh, Jason is uh, on a flight to Aruba. Javi, are you there?
1: Yeah, I'm here. here. I just want to say, guys, hey, man, this hurts. This (laughs) one hurts only because I did not see this happening. Yeah, I know we lost, you know, game five as bad Mm -hmm. as we did, but I did not see us actually losing to the Suns in the seven-game series. We have LeBron James, and I'm not going to blame him. Anyone that blames LeBron, they're wrong. No, (laughs) it's not on LeBron. He made the right plays. He played hard. Hey, he doesn't have the players to help him. It's true. We got Kuzma, bro. Kuzma. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. We you, you have been the third best player. Everyone said you're the third best player. We needed you. We needed you in the playoffs. Where was Kuzma?
0: Yeah, it's kinda of disappointing because I feel like Kuzma made a lot of Javi, I appreciate you um coming on here but uh thanks yeah. for your time
1: bro thanks for your time it.
0: You. Of, of course and uh it's disappointing because i feel like Kuzma really made strides to kind of become a super winning player become a really high level defensive wing you know he he was a guy we were throwing on our our the best wing wing scores on the other team and we were kind of trusting in crunch time as well um he shot 36% from 3 i think on the year but it was like 40% on catch and shoot or something so it's kind of disappointing that this is the series that kind of goes out with He's another guy where, like, I'm not sure how much the short offseason affected him. I'm not really sure. Um, and he's a guy that, like, we've kind of developed, right? And we were kind of happy and proud. Exactly. His, and we were proud yeah. of And honestly, none of the role players showed up. Like, LeBron, I think, wasn't himself either. But none of the role players kind of showed up to this series, which is kind of disappointing. LeBron didn't score 30 in the series once, um, which kind of shows where he's at, I think, I think I think Phoenix is I a big part of that. Yeah. I, I think Phoenix is a big part of that too. But um yeah, man, it, that was a tough series. And uh we'll we'll hopefully we can get them next year. We'll see how the, the team kind of rebounds uh from you that.
1: Know, late Lakers for life, man. We we got faith, we got hope. Next year will be better, hopefully. Hopefully <laughs> it'll be better next year.
0: Hopefully. Thank you, Javier. I appreciate you. Let's see uh Joe, are you there?
2: Yeah, man, I'm here. Um, on, hey, man, man, first of all, before, before I get started, um, just appreciate you guys bringing all the content, man. Um, appreciate you man. guys. Appreciate bring, it. Yeah, y'all bring a perspective to the Lakers that, you know, all us Lakers fans r- really appreciate. And um, so look forward to, you know, continuing to listen to you all. But, man, I for me, you know, like you say, it, it was just a disjointed, Injury plague season, no rhythm, no cohesion. So, I'm not surprised. I'm hurt as a Lakers fan. But, uh, you know, the one thing I know about LeBron, and I was so happy that he did not shake hands with the Suns. I was just glad that, you know, a pissed (laughs) off LeBron, a LeBron that's got gonna stew, he's gonna come back. Just, I I feel like he's gonna come back ready to just, you know, unleash on the league. But, They gotta have a conversation with AD about. I I I just feel like AD. I don't know if he loves basketball. That's just me. I could be overreacting. You know, I'm I'm hurt that we lost, but they've got. I'll never forget Raj when when LeBron uh, called him and AD was playing Call of Duty. LeBron wanted to talk basketball. AD wanted to talk about reaching (laughs) the next level on Call of Duty. I know it sounds like I know that sounds crazy, but. It's just something in that guy that does not seem like he loves basketball. But I'm I'm going to stop rambling, man. You know, I still love and support the <laughs>
0: Lakers, and I want the Clippers to lose tomorrow. Later, man. I appreciate <laughs> you, Joe. Uh, well, just to reflect on the AD point, like, I think this was a tough year for him, and, and it's tough for me to say he doesn't like basketball. Like, a guy you don't get that good, get to the level he's gotten at, MVP, you know, Olympic, Olympian champion, um, all his accolades, defense you know, all those all star teams. Like you don't get there without loving basketball in some kind of form. I, I think this was a tough season for him. I I never thought he really entered the year. Like he never really played to himself. He was never himself and, you know, he has the injury bug kind of stuck on him. I think he's more just hurt a lot. He's not out as much as people think he is. Um this season is kind of the uh arbitrary one of those, but like for the most part, he plays like the last three seasons he's played. um, I think the only one, it wasn't where he was held out in New Orleans. So I think that's kind of tough, Um, but he got the injury bug, kind of labeled it on him. And I think that's part of why he tried to play tonight. He tried to give it a go and uh, it just wasn't there. Um, And and I think it was a mistake for him to go out probably, but I respect his hustle to try to play through that. And, and, you know, guys like Snoop Dogg and those guys calling it, putting pictures of him on a wheelchair, like, you don't do what he did in the playoffs last year without having hard or having, you know, all the things that make a champion. He was the second best player. And sometimes the first we forget after game two, we thought he was the finals MVP. Like that's the kind of way we were kind of talking about him. So um, that that's my thing on AD. He's a superstar. He's worth every penny that he's getting. He's also worth every bit of that trade. So uh, I appreciate you Joe though, for all the calls throughout the the spaces, man, It, it means a lot to us. I appreciate you. All right, let's see uh Walt it's I'm gonna try to connect a few people and then have it, so I don't have to wait for the connecting and again if you if you just kinda join in here, um Jason is on a uh vacation trip out to Aruba. Jay are you there? yeah man thanks doing, for taking man? me again of course what's going on bro uh, it hurts.
3: but <laughs> cool I don't. The beginning of the year, it didn't feel like we turned the corner. He was rebounding, playing defense, had a couple games. We had five or six assists. Then it's just like he fell off a cliff. And it's just like he just played his way out of L.A. this whole series, like 15% from the fifth. What, what what are we going to do with that? And you're supposed to be the third guy. Even tonight, Tal- Talon showed more heart than he think did tonight. And he only played, like, 15, 20 minutes. And Kuz played almost, like, 30 minutes. It's, it's sad. This roster, like, I see people talking about trading AD and all of this. Why would you trade AD when he's one of the best best bigs in the league? And we, we, it's obvious what the roster needs. It needs an overhaul and get shooters and defense and a mixture of young guys and vets.
0: Yeah, for sure. And Kuzma had a really tough series. And again, like not to belabor the point on Kuzma again, but it's kind of disappointing that this is the way it goes out um, because he's really developed into a winning type of player, man. And uh, I don't think uh, I don't think six games kind of throws away uh, what a player has turned into, Um, especially last year. I thought he had a good playoff run as well. So this was just a tough year, man. And I don't know if this is the last game he's played as a Laker. Um, but I think he's, like, past expectations. You know, he's a late first-round pick, um, got to a second contract with L.A., and, uh, and he was a part of a championship team, man. So he had a bad series, but a lot of role players had really bad series, and, and that's something they're going to have to address. They had terrible shooting, historic-level bad shooting in this series. He missed all his open threes, as did everyone else. So it, it's kind of hard for me to just kind of blame him. He definitely had a bad series, but there were – a bunch of players um, who really struggle with their shooting.
3: One, one last thing, sure. I hear man, all this talk about Vogel needs to be fired. I'm, I like Vogel because without him, our defense wouldn't have been half as good because of the schemes he put in. But I think we need like an offensive assistant when that just works on the offense, making it better, so we get shooters better looks, the right. and their spots and stuff. But I'm, we'll see what happens in the offseason. season. And Rob, we trust. Thanks for
0: taking me. <laughs> of course, Jay, I appreciate you, man. And yeah, Vogel, is gonna be the coach next year. This talk about him not being the coach is ridiculous. Ridiculous. He's he's gonna be the coach. Uh, Jay, I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Walt, are you there, my guy?
4: What's up, Rod? i here, man. How you doing?
0: Good. How are you, man?
4: I'm good, man. Thank you for bringing me up. <laughs> of course. What's up, man? Man, not much, man. I um. Of course, it it hurts a little bit because I love my team. I don't like Mm -hmm. to see my team lose, especially not to the Suns because of the the trash they were talking and, you know, all the stuff they were doing. But, um, you know, I just want y'all to keep in mind, man, uh, 21-6 and before we had all the injuries, the the protocols. You know, we were 21-6, and second in the West, playing some of, if not the best basketball in the league. Um, Keep in mind – this was like an unprecedented season with like a quick turnaround. We only had 71 days of rest. Um, not a lot of practices. So uh, when you add in the injuries with not a lot of practice time, with bringing in drumming and working in new pieces, you're not going to get that chemistry you need to, to make another long run after – playing in the bubble and playing within that time frame that they had the playoffs in.
5: Yeah. Um,
4: I definitely believe, you know, next year the number one priority should be health. And then and you really can't control that. So you really can't call that a priority. Um, but just, you know, making sure we get chemistry. Uh we know what we're capable of when we're healthy as far as like having great defense and being able to hold teams uh, you know, under a certain amount of points and then we kinda you know our superstars do the heavy lifting and and do what we need to do to win the game, but man, y'all keep y'all heads up, man. Um, we <laughs> we'll be all right. We just got to get healthy. Next year should be a better year as far as navigating the season and more. You know, time to rest and whatnot. And then Rob, right. Rob, do what he do, man. He he's shown he willing to take swings and he can get the team bet on the margin. So y'all keep your heads up.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like that you brought up that uh, twenty one and six number. So. Uh... I thought that was with the whole lineup playing, but the the starting lineup that went tonight only played 21 games together. They went 15 and six, um, so it was actually a little bit, little bit less games that they even got together. So it's kind of sad that we never got to see that, right? Got to see the whole, you know, all summer. Well, it wasn't a long summer. It was like two months between. October and December but that whole time we kind of theorized what the Lakers would look like with a you know a spacing big man and with LeBron and AD kind of having another two more playmakers in the starting lineup and we just never got that that team never got a chance um, with injuries and then we brought in Andre Drummond who got a DMP tonight which is kind of funny that he didn't play after all the minutes hand-wringing we did over Andre Drummond, Andre Drummond minutes that he didn't even play tonight but, um, yeah, so we never really got a chance, man. And you saw tonight that those guys looked like they were still learning each other. Gasol is like, well, I'm standing here. Schroeder, you're supposed to be there. And LeBron's like, you're supposed to be there. And then all of a sudden, you know, they miss. And the Suns come down, hit a three. You're down 17. So that's my only disappointment with this season is we never got a chance to see the potential of this team. But you're right, man. Well, we have another year. We got a ring last year. And uh, Vogel and Palinka, those dudes, will will get, get in the office and get to work. I, I appreciate you, Walt.
4: Thank you man. Y'all be safe and and stay stay above
0: water man. <laughs> My guy, I appreciate you. Uh let's see. I'm going to keep trying to bring people up here. It's keep saying connecting. Oh, Will, are you there? Hey, Raj. Will. I, I, how's it going? Hi. But I, I I know
6: how, how you it's doing. Going. <laughs> bad. Uh, <laughs> What's bad. up? If you remember last time we talked, it was like after the Pacers game and I was just so excited cuz lebron you know looked great but it seems like after you know the pelicans game where he tweaked it like he couldn't mm-hmm. just like the ramp up just got ruined by that you know right like, i think, I think he, that's why he never scored 30 and that's why like he didn't look you know like playoff lebron really like in besides a few instances but it just you know it comes down to health obviously 80 got hurt that's the reason but like i what do you what do you think about dennis like, i'm gonna ask you like do you do you think, like, obviously we don't have a lot of options, but, like, he showed a lot of heart in the second half, but, like, what do you think about him as a fit with LeBron for the next, like, two years?
0: Yeah, so it, it's kind of interesting. I thought he had a pretty good season, like, and I thought his fit with LeBron was pretty good when we had everybody healthy, right, when it was, like, 80, LeBron, Gasol, and him just being able to attack and being being a ball ball handler, shot creator, off the ball where LeBron can't just get ball pressure the whole time and it's it kind of sucks because like his whole game is like off of fire and off of like intensity right and like mm-hmm. you know not backing down and like I know those are kind of intangible things but they go hand-to-hand with his game like that's where he gets going he hits a jump shot and kind of you know starts to pick up full court on Chris Paul Devin Booker and you saw him kind of get going in the second half and uh you know it, it's kind of funny that people are going to totally forget that he had a huge game two and a huge game three. I know. And and we don't win both of those games without him, even with AD playing, LeBron playing. We don't win either of those games without his scoring there. And people are going to totally forget that. And that's understandable. It's a playoff. So I'm not really sure. I don't think I got enough time to watch him. And look, if we can, if we can resign him at a good number, I think, I think that's something they should do. He's not going to touch that number that he was asking for, or that the Lakers even, extending him for that four years 80 something i don't think he's getting close to that i mean i just just looking at the situation but maybe i don't, I don't know i don't want to go into people's well, pockets but hey, that's like where i'm at with him um, yeah
6: i i agree i think you know what that's actually that might end up being a good thing for us it's like you know he kind of underperformed in a couple of games that could drop the value on his contract and you know dollars <laughs> right. i haven't looked at our cap situation really much because i just you know was pretty excited about the playoffs oh, for sure I, I I would really love to see like us add a little bit of shooting. Obviously, I heard you talking about it earlier. Like h- historically bad, like I was I was looking at the NBA shot chart. Like I don't know if you ever um seen that before. I'm sure you have access to. Oh, for of, sure. That. But like the NBA shot chart for the series and like before tonight, I don't know how much better we got tonight, but we were two for twenty two in the right corner, you know, and the and the, the, oh, and, meanwhile, the and meanwhile the Suns right corner three. And meanwhile, the Suns are 50% from both corners, and it's just like, you know, you can't be two for 22 in a corner and, like, you know, win the series. That just that you got be you got to be drilling the corner. So I hope we can add some shooting. And also, like, I guess this will be my last thing because I could ramble on forever, but, like, <laughs> I thought it was kind of, like, <clears throat> not to be a mean to anyone, but I thought it was kind of low for Joe to try to say that AD doesn't love basketball. Like, he, the fact that he went out there tonight, like, really – You know, like, I can't believe he did that. Like, he could have really, he could have tore his groin like LeBron did, you know? Like, that was, I I thought that was actually kind of a bad decision for our medical staff to clear him, you know? Like, he could have, he could have worsened that. But I thought that showed, like, a lot of heart for him to go out there and, like, you know, he knew he wasn't 100%. He could only play five minutes, but he still went out there.
0: Yeah, for sure. And these are competitors. And, like, people are saying the Lakers should have held him out. He's a grown man who the medical staff told him that, He's, he can't make it worse, right? So he's going to try to pay through, play through it. I respect him for trying, and obviously it didn't work out. Um, and another thing, like, you brought up that corner shooting, which is a lot worse than I even thought it would be, but um, some more numbers there. Like, the Lakers are shooting, like, 20% on their open threes, and it's, like, 30% on their wide open ones. Phoenix is hitting, like, almost half of their wide open threes, and that's this series, in my opinion. Like, us not being able to hit open threes, that's such a, like uh, – dynamo kind of feeling to it because once we don't hit open threes they can pack the paint on lebron and then also they start to attack our offensive rebounding and you know it just has a you know a a dynamic dynamic effect for that but um yeah yeah, man sometimes it's just a make or miss league and we missed a bunch i thought tonight man we we kept making a run and then devin booker would hit some two dribble pull up you know double pump in the air jumper and just and just just push that lead back and sometimes that's how it goes
6: he went. He went up in my like estimation. Like this series. Like I. I. Th- I always thought he was good, but like you know, I thought he might have a few more playoff games. Like the. Um, I think he went five for eighteen, you know, in game three. I thought. I thought he might do that a couple more times. With the, right. With the- Came in and dropped 47 tonight really really shows a lot, a lot about Booker. But, yeah, like you, like you said, make or miss league, like the jump segment. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, I, I also just want to say, like, I really appreciate, like the guy said before, like, you guys' content and, like, you know, like, your videos showing how clogged the paint is when, like, LeBron drives in there, you know, five, five people in there. It's, like, you know, it's nice to see people
0: addressing that online, you know, and showing, pre- like, your spants. I appreciate you, Will. Thanks for coming on, man, and uh, come on anytime with us. For sure. Hopefully, you know. I think next season will be better, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. You <laughs> Hopefully, then. man. Appreciate I- you, bro. Jay, are you there? What's up, fellas? How you doing, man?
7: Honestly, man, I'm chilling. I'm gonna tell you <laughs> guys. I'm gonna tell you guys why I'm chilling. What's up? This whole this whole season, I know we want to bring up the 21 and six. I know at points of the season, um, the Lakers look dominant in some quarters. Personally, just watching it compared to last year, um, I mean, I think this comes down to point LeBron versus splitting the the playmaking responsibilities because he's 36. The biggest thing this year that fell off, like, the entire season, part of this is injuries and continuity. It's just – I don't want to say basketball IQ, but Mm -hmm. it's more of just the execution of the basketball plays, right? Like, there's very few times I reflect on this season and I'm like – wow, the, the Lakers actually executed, you know, 10 straight plays in a row on offense, and, and they, they won the game. It was just blown lead after blown lead, um, really weird defensive mistakes. Um, the turnovers drove me crazy all year. So as as much as it sucks to, to lose in this way, where it's like both our stars are out, um, I think, you know, as long as we have those two guys next year, we'll be straight. So the one question I wanted to ask you is, though, what – what do you, do you what do you think it takes for a d to commit to a full season of playing center like what gets him to that stage like i know right i know this year we 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 can't really we, we couldn't ask him to do that because he was injured from the finals shortest off season he didn't look right all season I think we all can agree on that but i think mm-hmm. when i think back of last season right like we played too big so much this season and we had to table that in the playoffs because The best line is for A.D. at the five, and I feel like we were robbed of that this season. So, honestly, we could talk about getting a third uh, playmaker. We could talk about getting some shooters, some defenders. This team is going to run off LeBron James and A.D., and they obviously have a lot in the tank. But I think A.D. has to play the five.
0: Right. No, that's a great question. And, like, I think A.D. has kind of addressed it, right? He's kind of said... Um, he doesn't wanna play the five. He doesn't like the physicality and like Jason always talks about like how that's kind of counterintuitive because it kind of it's more physical to kind of play the power forward the way that we kinda of use it. Um but yeah, I think that's where he's at kind of with that and I don't see that changing anytime soon and I'm not sure like it really has to. Um I think there are enough fives out there that are serviceable during the regular season and I think A D will play the five when it matters. Um he did this year, at least he should have um, if, if he played meaningful minutes, but he obviously doesn't want to play that position. And, you know, you kind of have to go as your superstars kind of want to there. And and he's a crazy force at the four as well. And he knows he can be an insane help defender. And I think you're right. Him at center is his most, uh, his best cent- his best uh, position to be utilized at. It's just, he does not want to play that position. So I don't know what will get him there. Um, maybe next year, if the roster is kind of really down with fives and maybe he'll start at center but it's very clear that he doesn't want to and and I think there's still a chance that he doesn't have to like you have Marcus Saul that's a center that should be able to play now Andre Drummond was an experiment that obviously they were trying and they really believed in um and I think the Andre Drummond thing might have worked with a healthy LeBron and AD we'll never we'll never know like we'll just never know that that never got the chance to to get off the ground the the ground room floor so that's where I'm at with that man. I don't know. I would love for AD to play center a full season. That's just not something he wants to do, and and I think the Lakers have to work around that. That's just how it is.
7: Yeah, just one, just one quick thing. Like I think personally, I, I do think it's a little overboard to say that we need him to play the center at the whole, you know, the whole season. Right. But what he needs to do, in my opinion, is he needs to come out from the from the gates just come out scorching, right? He takes so long to find his rhythm in season. And I get that he's six foot 18 and his arms are, are longer than anybody you've ever seen. So it's like, it's probably just hard for him to, to get in rhythm. If he comes out and stops with the posting up for 10 seconds, every possession to start the, you know, the first three weeks of the season and gets out with the ball in the perimeter and increases ball handling and driving to the rim. I think that's going to, that, that takes so much pressure off LeBron one. But I think it'll help him just be more durable um, in the long term. And I know it's counterintuitive, but my thinking is, he goes from from playing at fifty percent to playing seventy to one hundred percent slower than a lot of players in the league.
0: Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. No, for sure. Yeah, man, he, he does. He has a he has a really he has a, like the uh, the knack to kind of uh, be passive a lot, right? Like. Uh, he, like, he'll, like, give Dennis Shrew the ball, like, on a lot of possessions. And, and you know, he had these quotes about, I'm trying to fit in, right? I'm like, no, you're Anthony Davis. You don't fit in. Like, you, they fit in around you. So, he has, he has those kind of tendencies that happens a lot. Um, And, you know, I don't think it's a motor problem. It's just – that's just who he is sometimes. But, you know, on the biggest stage in the playoffs, um, he had great games. And even this series, man, people will forget his game two and game three performances um but you know he got 34 points 35 points i think going to the line 17 times and those are the real barometers for me when you can tell where anthony davis is having an engaged anthony davis game his free throw attempts and his offensive rebounding that really tells me the the story for him and and i think that'll be the same for next year so we'll see um hopefully he can be healthy all year next year and i obviously think the injury concerns are kind of overblown and all that stuff i also think like the center power forward thing is also, a little bit more overblown than it than it needs to be. Um, if he's playing next to LeBron James, um, those two are a terror. That if they're healthy, they'll be a terror in in very many lineups. And I think the Lakers will be able to find the the right the right people to put around them. Uh, Jay, I appreciate you, man. Uh, let me see if I can bring some people up here. Yep, thanks, fellas. Let's See. Chris, are you there? Yeah,
3: I'm here, man. What's going on, bro? I don't know. I'm (laughs) I'm contemplating the Lakers right now. I just, I knew things weren't going to be good from the jump when we didn't sign Rajon Rondo because we needed that leadership for the team. (laughs) Uh But I still had faith in LeBron. So the Suns games come, he cooks Crowder. I respect that. Disrespecting people on the court. But mm-hmm. when it's prime time, ready to go, you're letting the fans, the fans matter, but you're letting your teammates down. Like, you're on the ground. You're not getting back on defense. Taylon Horton Tucker in the fourth quarter goes on a little run. You're down by only 10 points, 13 points. And you're not even getting back on defense. You leave uh, you leave uh, Chris Paul open and Jay Crowder, like, I just think Bron, Bron might need to call it in in like maybe a year if he don't make another, if he loses in the first round again, he got to (laughs) retire. That's like, Oh man. Like I know that's a reach, but I'm just saying for him to save his legacy, like go on Twitch stream, bro, play Warzone, and you good. Like stop taking L's. (laughs) If you ain't finna handle the business.
0: Oh man. Uh, Chris, I, I appreciate you calling up. Um, well, first of all, with LeBron, man, we got an MVP-type season before the Solomon Hill kind of injury to his ankle. Um, he was playing at an MVP level. He was playing at the top of his game. Um, he was actually better than he was last year, in my opinion, like just in the regular season. Um, he was having a fantastic, fantastic year. And we'll never know how healed he felt from that, right? Like we'll never actually know. Um, he'll never kind of say it. Um, but he he's talked about it, how he's not 100%, and it just never looked like he was. Right. Um, but even even with that like in health when he got his healthy team like the lakers were up 2-1 in the series with an 11 point lead in game 4 like that's that's legitimately what happened and then ad went out at halftime they were shell shocked um went for game 5 that crowd was absolutely in their head the lakers could not the lakers shooters were scared you could see it and then and then tonight man uh, you're right though a lot of plays where lebron let the referees get in his head um where you know he would drive didn't get the call and would just stay on the offensive end, wouldn't run back, and Phoenix would get a three. And a lot of those, the game was already over, to be honest, like that THT run. They were still down, I think, 13 after his after his tip dunk. Um, but you're right, man. Some of that body language wasn't great from LeBron. You could tell he and, thought it was over, um, and, and, and that's on him. You,
3: can I stop you right there real quick? What's up? I just wanted to say, like, on that point, like the referee's getting in his head, I also didn't like your shot selection. Once like things were getting like a little physical for him, like LeBron, you've been playing in the league for almost 15 years now. Like these dudes were like going to your basketball camps. Like you got to dominate these dudes. You're letting these fool. you letting these dudes punk you right now on the court. And then once LeBron takes starts taking crazy shots, I think all his teammates start to conform and t- take crazy shots.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, well, he tried to hit some, like, transition threes, and I thought there were some times where his teammates didn't find him, too, when he was in the post. Um, they were being really physical with him, man, uh, credit to Phoenix. Um, they really packed the paint. Um, they pinched all the nails. They they went, They went. pinched the nails so he couldn't drive and just dared our shooters to make shots, and Wes Matthews hit a few tonight. But um, still, LeBron would try to get in the paint, try to get some contact. They weren't giving him those those and ones, those calls, and he missed a few at the rim. Um, but you know credit to Phoenix man they did a great job being really physical with him um, getting him frustrated and uh, this was one of his lower series man he didn't even score 30 I don't think in this series one time and um, I don't think that's LeBron I don't think that's playoff LeBron so hopefully next year he'll be a little more healthy in these series
3: and what do you think what do you think about Vogel personally I don't like Vogel because when Paul George and those Indiana Pacers, they started getting smoked. It was a good series, but Vogel has never been a good coach. Like, he always loses in the first round, like, all the time. So, like, I just don't understand, like, the point of that signing. Like, there's so many other coaches you guys could have got. Because I just feel like they just get whichever coach just will, like, ride LeBron. Like, ride LeBron. Like, LeBron can do anything, that's what it looks like when you say the shooters are scared. I think they're like scared of LeBron kind of because they finna, they finna go work at McDonald's if they ain't playing for the Lakers.
0: <laughs> so so Vogel, man, he's a, he had us as the number one defense all year, even without LeBron and AD missing a ton of time. Is he the best offensive coach? No. Is he really slow making counters? Yeah, he takes his time with that. But he didn't get the chance this year, man. He coached a hell of a playoff series last year, coached this team, which had people in and out of the lineup all year, and uh, he's gonna be the coach next year. He's a good coach. Um, if you if you remember, they signed Vogel before they even got Anthony Davis. So they had LeBron James, they had all the kids. Um, and and that's when they got Vogel. And and you know he wouldn't have been the coach if LeBron wasn't, you know, if LeBron wasn't accepting of it as well. So I think both of them have a great relationship. They're both really basketball minded people, and uh, I think he's a good coach. I I don't think he was the issue this season. Chris, I appreciate you, okay. man. to uh, get some more yeah, people thanks. up here. I appreciate you, bro.
3: Okay, bro. Uh,
0: Basilio, are you there?
3: Hey, my guy.
0: Can How you are you? Me? I can hear you. What's up, bro? Oh, uh, well, you know, not,
3: not the night we, we spent, but, <laughs> you know, I I joined. Uh, I want to tell you, uh, I'm not in the mood to talk about the game. You know, I, I, I'm pretty sad. Uh I uh, I know you you may may be sad too, but <laughs> can you tell me your hopes for next season? What will you do if you rob Polinka? What's next for us?
0: Yeah, sure. So uh, I mean, just looking at it now, um, the Lakers have some decisions to make. Um, they have you know Alex Caruso, which I think is a. Uh, a free agent himself. Um, they're going to try to bring him back for sure. Dennis Schroeder, obviously, is the big famous one. They're going to try to bring him back. Um, I think I think you got to try to bring Caruso back, but KCP is still signed for next year. Kuzma signed for next year. Gasol also, I think, is signed for next year. And so you can kind of build with this core, man, and you'll have vets who will want to come. Um, the Lakers are the Lakers, and there's still a championship-level team with AD and LeBron, and I think Polinka will do his job there. I'm not worried about the team. Next year, I think they'll get a really good off season. Um, they have a first round pick coming as well, the twenty, I think the twenty second pick. Um, but yeah, I think that's the most important thing: getting some more vets, getting some shooting. I think shooting is important. Yeah. And I would love to keep. I would love for West Matthews to kind of uh to uh come back as well. I think he'd be a good addition to stay. And and from there, they have decisions to make. Um, Dennis Schroeder, I think they'll see what he gets on the open market and uh, and try to bring him back at a at a number that makes sense for both sides, but that's basically the main thing. And then getting Caruso to come back as well. I think those two will be their main priorities this offseason and then from there kind of fill in. Uh, but it's crazy that the off season's already here. But uh, yeah those are the kind of things I'd go with.
3: Yeah, you you know you know Kyle Lowry and C P three are looking for a ten million contracts. Will you give one of them a ten million
0: to join the Lakers? <laughs> They're gonna get a lot more than ten million. <laughs> Chris Paul is gonna get about a uh, hundred million from Phoenix for three years, and Kyle Lowry is definitely gonna get some twenty twenty million dollar deal. So I-, I would love for them to come for ten million, but that is not happening. There's just no, there's just <laughs> there's just no chance those dudes come no, for that low. No,
3: I mean 30, 30 Oh, Oh,
0: thirty million. Oh, oh. Uh, well, I don't think we have room for them for thirty million. Um, I just don't think the for the way the salary cap works. I just don't think we can unless maybe we sign and trade for for uh, Kyle Lowry or Chris Paul. Chris Paul I would love, man. That would be amazing to get him. I, I don't think I would do it for for um, Kyle Lowry, $30 million. I just, I just don't think we have the the necess- necessary things to pull that off. So I don't think either of those are coming this summer. But never know. Maybe some star wants to be traded here. But I just think they're going to continue to build with LeBron and AD as their uh, – as the main focal points and try to uh, build from there.
3: Yeah. You you didn't mention a uh, Harrell and Drummond. Will you bring them back?
0: So I think both of those dudes are going to walk. I'm pretty sure. Um, they've talked about bringing back Drummond, uh, but I think he's going to try to get something from the outside market. And I think uh, Harrell as well is going to get from the outside market. So you're right. I forgot about those two. Montrez <laughs> didn't play this series. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll see how that how the pre-agency goes. Um, Vasily, I appreciate you, man. Right. Yeah, my, my thank you. Thank you, man. Uh, Dave, are you there? Yeah, man. What's up? What's going on, bro? <laughs> Dude,
8: I I uh, feel like everybody has completely lost all sense of any sort of context. What's the deal? <laughs> like, how yeah, is it, it Give it us the context,
0: Dave. Okay, give us the well, context.
8: So let's start with this, right? I was just talking about Frank Vogel. Right. We've got the number one defense. We had over 80 games missed by our starters this year. And we still have the number one defense. Right. Like we're up two games to one when Anthony Davis goes down, KCP goes down. We lost AC tonight. Like, Like, I just don't see how people don't see this was the shortest offseason in any sports history, right? Like, this would have been the most difficult repeat ever, and people, like, you look at every team that was in either the conference finals or uh, or the finals last year, they're all playing terrible. Like, Jamal Murray was hurt, although the Nuggets did win, but they struggled to beat the sixth seed, Portland, that has no defense. I just don't see how people don't see the context of what's going on. Like, obviously, we play bad; we can't make shots. That mm. that's bad news, right? But it was nice to see him play with heart tonight. And I don't know, man. I just it's frustrating. We just got to run it back, man. We would make a few changes <laughs> here and there. Like Rob's done what he needs to do. Like this, this all comes down to context, in my opinion.
0: No, I'm totally with you, man. I think it's just been a frustrating kind of season. Um, the Lakers kind of had a bunch of weird losses at the end. They had a little five-game win streak to end the season. But all those games were kind of weird. They played the Knicks and then barely beat, I think, the Rockets. Rockets. I forgot who else they played during that street j- stretch. Well, and then- we,
8: I mean, AD has 42 points against these exact same Suns, and we killed them exactly. at their home court. Like, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, it comes down to, like, we just look gassed. Like, at the oh, end of the day, sure. these guys are playing – playing awful because they had ninety five games of the or ninety five days in the bubble and then they gotta to try to turn around after seventy days. It just seems like come on, man, we gotta give them at least a little bit of grace. Like everyone's everyone's given their heart and soul and we came away with the championship. Like, I don't know. I guess I'm just not seeing it's not doomsday, right? Let's run it back. Let's get healthy.
0: No, yeah, for sure. It's not doomsday. I guess the most disappointing thing, I think, for a lot of people and for myself is, like, the role players really didn't come to play. Like, even yeah. without AD, like, you know, our role players really kind of uh, messed the bed up in, in this one. A lot of missed open jump shots that, you know, stuff that's supposed to go down for NBA for players. Sure. But 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 you're right, though. Like, there's a lot of context to t- take from this really short off season. I never thought AD ever joined this season. Like, just he was never Anthony Davis. Like, he was a good player still. When he I mean, it was so like,
8: he could do it for one night, but then he couldn't He couldn't do it consistently because... He, exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. exactly. He but just even LeBron,
8: be- right? Like, LeBron can't do it either. Like, he was sitting there just passing. Like, he wasn't even initiating offense like we've normally seen from him. I don't know. It was surprising. I I wouldn't be surprised to find out that he came back way too early, too, and should have stayed out for a couple more weeks. Like... He just did not play like the guy, like the, before he got hurt this year, we didn't have Anthony Davis for a ton of those games. And he was super dominant. Like we looked, we looked really good early in the season before LeBron got hurt, even without Anthony Davis. Right. But that wasn't the case here at the end. And again, he's not in great shape because he was out. He missed more games in a row than any other time in his career. Like it just seems like me in that context has got to at least be part of the conversation for sure.
0: Oh no, absolutely. And LeBron was never himself. I think after that ankle sprain, right? Like, he just never, he never got into his conditioning that he needed to. Um, he, he never scored thirty points after that ankle sprain that he had. Uh, just was never himself. Uh, he came back one game, I think, against Sacramento, and he had to rest in another couple games because it wasn't right. So it was just a weird season. No, no chemistry, no cohesion. Guys yeah. are learning. Guys are learning each other's games in the playoffs, you know. So it's just a really weird year, a lot of context it's, to think from it. Dude,
8: the other weird the other weird thing I thought about, is think about after game game 3, right? Like that's the game where LeBron was was sunning Crowder in the in the mm-hmm. post. Like we felt like we had tons of we felt like we had tons of chemistry. That was just a couple games ago. Like it was just that kind of a season where it would be like we would go on a run and then we would just be like a disaster for like a couple <laughs> of games. Like it was Either, like, we're doing amazing or we're awful at the same time. Hey, I got one last question, man. So, you talked a little bit about, a- I think, AC and THT, they're, they're for sure guys that we should go after. I mean, right. what are your thoughts on, on Schroeder and, uh, and Harrell? Because those seem to be the – those are the bigger names and the bigger money items.
0: Yeah, so, like, I feel like Montrez is kind of trying to try to, try to try to get the biggest bag he can. Um, I, I don't think they'll bring him back just the way – They used him in the playoffs. I think it's kind of clear that both of them are going in opposite directions, right? I think Trez was great in the regular season. Um, I called him an innings eater a lot. Like, I feel like he did his job there, kind of keeping us afloat. Um, Schroeder's an interesting one. I think they'll try to bring him back at a respectable number. I don't think he's going to touch the number that they tried to extend him at earlier. That four yeah. years eighty, I think, is probably yeah, he off the screwed, table. he
8: screwed himself big time by going, <laughs> like, if you start the beginning of this game and last game, he was, like, one for 14 at one point.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, it was a really – well, it's, it's funny. People are going to forget that game two and game three he had that really helped us. But, yeah, he had a really tough playoffs, man, and that's what you're judged on. And, you know, I think that COVID protocol right before the season ended really derailed kind of the rhythm he was building with the team. Um, yeah. So, they're going to try to bring him back. THT as well, I think, is a guy that they're – he might've been the second most important part of this season. Just his development, right. TNG, For sure. Getting him going, getting his reps, getting him better as a player. You can see his growth even tonight, just as a guy who's confident. So yeah. that's where I'd go with him, man. AC, I think is the important one too.
8: Yeah. Um, I also don't think good. I've heard anybody talk about the fact that Chris Paul was a mentor and a teammate to Schroeder last year. So yeah. he's probably the one guy that knew where his weaknesses were and how we could pick him apart too. Like, like nobody's really talked about that because he struggled last year in those playoffs too. Like for OKC, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, but.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And CP had an awesome series. Dave, yeah. I appreciate you, no, man. No.
8: Hey, thanks, man. Appreciate the time.
0: Well, of course. Uh, let's see if I can get, again, I'm going to try to bring multiple people up here so I don't have to wait for it to connect. Uh, Aaron, are you there?
9: Yeah, dude, what's up? Yeah, um, honestly, I've been kind of in and out listening to the to you guys' combo, but I did hear you guys talking about um, THT a bit. Um, yeah, honestly, I know it's been kind of depressing on the on the talk so far, but I kind of just want to focus on THT because I, I really like his shit. I like what he brings. I love the energy that he brings. Obviously, he like you were saying, he needs more reps and needs more experience. But mm-hmm. I I really hope he's he's not somebody that gets, that gets traded. And another thing I want to add real quick is just. I know, a lot, I know Kuzma's been getting a lot of hate, but I, I feel that – I feel that I don't know. I like the energy he brings too, and I think it's hard for him to find his shot too, especially with like two other superstars like AD and LeBron. So,
0: I don't know. I just want to throw that into the conversation. No, for sure. And like, look, Kuzma's a guy that – I'm sad that this is the way he goes out because I feel like he really developed here, not just this year, last year, into a winning player under Vogel – Becoming a defensive-minded kind of player, a guy who does all the little things. If you remember his rookie year, man, they gave him the ball, let him score. He was at 18 points per game score, and then he, and then those, when then when LeBron came, you know his shots went down, his efficiency exactly, dropped. Exactly, exactly. These last these last two years, man, he's been a winning player. Like he's really, um, he's really turned himself into that and turned himself into a guy who just takes spot up three pointers. And and he missed all his shots in the playoffs. Like that's just what happened. And it, it, it's sad that that's kind of how it went. Um, we expect better from him and I look the Lakers signed him to like a three-year 40 deal they believe in his development if he's traded he's traded but I think they I don't think these six games take away from the two seasons worth of stuff that he's gotten and he was a championship level player last year and THT as well I think THT is really important Um, just you don't usually get young guys like this on championship level teams you don't get this type of talent to be able to nurture and develop so that he's a guy that I think they're going to try to keep as well this offseason. He's a restricted free agent. So I think those two dudes are part of the young core along with Caruso, another guy they'll try to keep. No,
9: yeah, exactly. I was actually just thinking of Caruso too. But, no, yeah, I, I agree 100%. Um, I don't really have much else to add. But, I mean, thanks for all you do, Raj. I really appreciate all the stuff that you put on uh, on Twitter and, every, like, your your whole thing. I really appreciate it. I mean, my siblings are always,
0: always keeping up with their stuff. So thanks. Appreciate you, Aaron. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh let's see. Uh oh catch uh, you. Okay, okay, are you there? Uh
10: yeah, you hear me?
0: I can hear you. What's going on, man?
10: Ah, uh, nothing much. But um yeah, it was a tough way to end the season. Obviously <laughs> <laughs> seeing that. And I mean, yeah, the the writing was kinda on the wall, the injuries, the whole thing, but um i'm kind of like looking forward and i think we gotta really just put tht at the forefront and i think he has a a legitimate shot i don't know what we do with Truder, but he's got a legitimate shot to start next year and also maybe probably be that sixth man Mm -hmm. i I don't think that's like a crazy idea and i know people like the, the last guy who just came in he was talking about kuzma And everybody's flaming Kuzma. But Kuzma, for for what he was asked for this season, which was to defend and, you know, hit timely threes, for the most part, he was good. And obviously, towards the end, it kind of just fluttered out. But, yeah, I think we really got to push towards THT and make him a forefront and sort of, like, make him an important piece of what we're doing in the future. And then as far as getting more shooters, um, that's all up to the – front office and let's see what they do there and also that center rotation because we got to figure that out because without um when ad's not on the court we got to have at least decent um efficiency whether the defense and rebounding just that's got to be there
0: no for sure and and just to like go on your tht point he really developed this year like especially even uh he was a really bad off-ball defender i think he really improved on there his on-ball defense also really improved and him just being as a shot creator, you could tell his confidence, it just at a whole nother level. Um, him as a just a high ball screen type of player, a guy you can just give the ball to and just say, create a shot, get a bucket. He really got um he really got comfortable with his fadeaway as well. Um, I still think his three pointer is so up and down, that's gonna have to be worked on, but they really believe in him and uh his talent is there. You don't get kids like this on championship level teams, and I think they really I think they really realize that this is a deep team man even and even when everyone was healthy he was like the seventh eighth man coming off the bench um when we were winning when we were like 21 and six or whatever he was a full part of the rotation backup uh point guard shooting guard um i think he he took uh west matthews spot if you remember early in the year west matthews was like the backup guard he did and tht just stole those minutes because he was that good and uh I think, I think he definitely has a shot next year for the backup guard. I don't know if he'll be the starting point guard. I don't think his shooting is good enough yet to start next to LeBron. I think you need more shooting, but you know, you'd never know. I think his three point shooting is real. I think it can be, I don't think it's like something that, um, he can't improve on. So I think you're right. And when with Kuzma, man, uh, you hit it right on the money. Like his job is to be an energy guy, hit shots, rebound. Um, and he really improved on that. And it's sad that this is the way that they're going to, they're going to kind of remember him. But, uh, I think you're right on that and money with that though Kuzma did his job this year other than the the playoffs, which is the disappointing part
10: yeah and one more thing because um, people were talking about trading him, but then I don't know how many six, nine guys out there who <laughs> right. d- play both sides of the ball like there's not many of those guys out there like no. the, the next guys are just they're, they're also level players like those are who those types of players are so trading Kuzma, I don't know what we get back and would that be
0: even better? Right, you can never have enough three and D wings. Like that's what the league kind of wants. Everyone wants that. And look, Kuzma's three wasn't there, but you have a guy that defends and doesn't make mistakes on the on the floor. You you kind of live with the the open threes not going in at sometimes. Um, it's just sad that this is the way it kind of happened. But again, he wasn't the only one. The whole team went cold. Whole team kind of got yeah. shook. Um, I think the AD news really hurt. Um, I, I don't. This is just a theory of mine. Just AD being a game time decision in game five. And then AD trying to play tonight. And not being able to go, it just kind of kills the whole like mood of the team. You know, it, you could just tell it, when AD went out. Like when AD went out after five minutes tonight, you could just tell the whole team was like, "Oh, that's probably it." And then I'm not excusing that. I'm just saying that's what it looked like. So no, it, it, my- mm-hmm. you,
10: you're kind of right because like it, Anthony Davis essentially he, he was their best player. Like <laughs> right, like Anthony Davis needed to be that um game 2 game 3 type of player 34 points affect um both sides of the ball like he needed to be that guy for the lakers to win the series and well just he wasn't healthy enough to do it which really sucks for any team like if any team loses their best player like it, it it's hard to come back from that you're right
0: exactly yeah i agree with you and hopefully he'll be back next year but that's just a blow to your team man and uh Phoenix is a hella good team. I I wanna give them props, man. That's a legitimately good team that had a chance to beat us even when we were healthy, in my opinion. Like I just thought they were legitimately that good. You don't win that many games on accident. Like they, they won, I think, like seventy five percent of their games after like January first, some crazy number. I think they started like ten and ten or some something like that and oh, just yeah. went on a went on a crazy run. So they're legit, they're good. They have a shot to win the title. They're they're that good. Um so credit to them. But uh yeah, it sucks to lose your second best player in the middle of a playoff series like most teams wouldn't be able to survive that and and we didn't yeah oh thanks again roger though for um letting me
10: speak but um i'm gonna let you get to other people
0: of course man I, I appreciate you for coming on come on anytime all right let's see uh brett are you there yeah what's up what's going on man
11: Uh, oh, you know just trying to talk my way through this <laughs> and um one thing I want to talk about is I think that a lot of people are sort of putting a lot of the blame on the team building this team, this team had, I think that people are mm-hmm. saying, oh, should have kept, you know, Dwight, people are saying they should have kept JaVale, which I think is just blasphemous seeing as though <laughs> what happened, well, we we didn't see anything of him, and I think the last two series of last season, we were saying Danny Green, should we should have kept him over Schroeder, um... I just – I'm very confused what the people are thinking um, because I think that considering that LeBron and Anthony Davis got hurt, I think that we're not even close to making the playoffs with the group that we had last year. We we know we talk about how this group is dependent on LeBron and Anthony Davis. Last season, we had zero playmaking outside of LeBron and Anthony Davis. I mean, you could say Rondo, but you know who knows what he would have been During the regular season. Uh, So I just wanted to just get that out there that like this, you know, Harrell and Schroeder, that they're the reason that we're in the playoffs. We're not (laughs) making the playoffs without those guys having good nights during the regular season when LeBron James and Anthony Davis are out. And I'm just thinking this, if you were to ask before the season, you know, LeBron and AD get hurt. I think that the first question you ask why do we even make the playoffs? And I think this is sort of the furthest that you could have gotten considering the circumstances.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's funny. If you kind of go back to like the preseason um, podcasts of a lot of Laker kind of podcasts and stuff like that, they were, I wasn't watching during the Kobe and Chat kind of era. I wasn't really old enough to kind of watch that, but um, they were saying this is the most talented Laker team that they've seen in a long time. Like, and, and I kind of, and for me, it's more talented than our 09, 010 teams. Like that, just the group of talent, the collection of talent was was just really high, man, and I just don't think we ever got a shot, but uh shrewd run Harrell, like Harrell to me was a uh, innings eater in the regular season, a guy that really can just put up numbers and uh, really help us through those kind of dog days of energy, lacking nights, and I think he did his job, man, he he brought his energy on those nights, and it sucks that in the playoffs that he really got taken out of the rotation like this, because Phoenix is a team I thought he could play against, they play Kaminsky, they play Saric sometimes, who didn't play this series, but Kaminsky is a guy they can go at and you know, Harold just didn't just the way the rotations worked out. But man, this like going after Palinka and after the roster construction is so hindsight is twenty twenty. And you're right, like last year's team. I don't know what putting Danny Green and Dwight Howard and Javale McGee does to to a team without Anthony Davis and LeBron for half <laughs> for like twenty thirty games. It just doesn't make sense. Um, it's kind of like the Kyle Lowry dra- trade, in my opinion. You get Kyle Lowry, but you get him with no LeBron for twenty games, no AD for. 30 games like what's the point of that there's no there's no comparison to be made this team wasn't healthy didn't get a chance so like going after the moves in the off season is kind of uh it doesn't really make sense to me I think you're right with that
11: that's really all I had to say thanks for having me on
0: appreciate you I'm gonna get to a I'm gonna get to a couple more here I've been going for like an hour um and I'm starting to lose my voice so let's get to uh two more here I'll get to a couple people that have been waiting for a while I'm going to get a couple of people at a time. So if you get up here, I'll kind of just uh, wait. Uh, Justin, are you there? Justin. Hey. How you doing, man? Can you hear me? Pretty uh, good. can hear you. What's going on?
12: Man, I'm just frustrated with how the season went. Mm-hmm. I understand. And I, I get all injuries as all part of it. I just felt like this team, we just never really – Clicked with all those injuries, right? And even still, I it felt like and then when we got healthy, at least it felt like some of our guys were, I guess, their heads weren't always there. Schroeder, mm-hmm. example, uh, he like he was healthy for the majority of the season, but then he had those. There was times when he just was boneheaded. <laughs> so I just wondered if. I just wondered if half the time we were just going walking through the motions of this series thinking hey we can get back and we know what it took to get there and just we're tr- we're just going to go through the motions of going through it.
0: Yeah so that was kind of one of my issues with the season in a whole like I thought we had we didn't have a respect for um kind of the the continuity that it takes to win a title and I'm not just t- just talking about obviously LeBron and AD were out but I just thought we were playing a lot of rotations, a lot of minutes that just didn't make a lot of sense to me. And Schreuder, um was a part of that as well. He was in a lot of weird rotations. And uh, he's a guy that's also playing for a contract. Like, that's not something that's hidden. I don't know if that affect. I don't think that affected his kind of team play. But it's just, like, you have all these teams kind of working um, against, like, one team kind of playing for a goal. And, uh, like, we had we had minutes with a lot of, like, Ben McElmore and, like, Montrez Harrell playing next to Marquise Morris. Like, just lineups that didn't make sense to me. And then you try to turn a switch on, right? You try to turn this switch into the playoffs. Like, this is go time. This is this has to be serious. And you just can't turn that switch on sometimes. It's just not there. Um, and that's how a lot of title teams, a lot of championship teams kind of lose. And I thought that's how we lost. Like, we just – like, that game one, we kind of sleepwalked through. And AD even talked about it. We didn't have energy for it. Like, that's game one of the playoffs, and we just decided not to have energy for it. So, those are things that happened, man. And uh, it sucks that this was the year, but it just, like, that's how it went. Uh, we, we sleep the walk through a lot of this season um, from a coaching perspective to a player's perspective. A lot of just experimental stuff to just, you know, go through the motions, and, and that's how we kind of lost.
12: Yeah, no, I get it. Hopefully, we can address it and get ourselves – this is a wake-up call for some of these guys and we can address it in the off-season later on.
9: Because
12: sure. I, uh, I, I, yeah, I know Anthony Davis is probably thinking, he's get, he's like, I, I get to rest up for the Olympics because Team USA, I think, starts the week after the finals.
0: I mean, I'm not really sure if he'll play in the Olympics, but we'll see. Um, I don't think any of the players have kind of talked about it yet, but uh, I feel like most of them are going to want to just rest this off season, but but we'll definitely see um, what's gonna happen. Justin, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for uh, for coming on. Thank you for always listening. I always see you in here.
12: No problem. Take care, Ross. Appreciate you.
0: Uh, let's see, Mario, are you there? I'll make this the last kind of one for the night. Yo, yo, I'm here, bro. What's going on, man?
5: Oh man, that game was very depressing to watch, but I <laughs> I kept watching the game, you know. <laughs> of course. I've been I've been watching the Lakers since. Since I was small, you know. Okay. I didn't see the Kobe and Shaq and all. Right. But that game was very really tough for me. hmm And for everyone. Right. All of us. Um so now that the season's done for us, mm-hmm. now it's the off season. You know. Right. I've been thinking about it mm-hmm. lately. And if we don't get Harold back, which we won't, mm-hmm. And Drummond, mm-hmm. I feel like the Lakers should reach, uh They should sign Damian Jones. I really <laughs> love the way he played uh-huh. those ten games, mm-hmm. and bringing a power forward, more defense, more three and three and D, like Robert Covington, or you know, some more defense and more shooting.
0: Yeah, uh, we'll see. Like Damian Jones, I thought did his job. He was great for the Lakers. Um, I totally understood going after Andre Drummond. I feel like that was a there was a talent gap there, but uh, never know how that would have worked out. Maybe he comes back. I think Sacramento likes him. I think they're gonna try to keep him. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah they're gonna try to go after some shooting and maybe some more, you know, athletic bigs. I th- I feel like we were short on that this year. We really didn't have a lob threat next to AD. Um, that can really help. Uh, give just give some pressure off LeBron and and AD down there in the in the dunker spot where we have, have our guys posting up. We need a guy who can catch lobs down there. Drum is not that guy. Marcus All is a really great spacer. He's also not that guy. So and passer and passer, right? So we might might want to go after some athletic bigs, athletic wings, and some shooting this offseason. And and the, we'll have a lot of time to talk about the offseason and uh and definitely kind of get into it more. But yeah, that's kind of where the baseline is. It's just going after those kind of players and. And the Lakers are the Lakers, man. You're gonna have vets wanting to come and, right. and, and, <laughs> and and chase rings and stuff like that. But uh and then you have LeBron and A D, you'll be you'll be fine. So the Lakers will be fine. Yeah,
5: I think I think they the season was a little bit too rushed. For sure. And um and I knew something bad was gonna happen too. Because after that finals run in what, in, was it November? Right. Somewhere around there? Yeah, around there. Um, I don't think that was such a good idea for Adam, Adam Silver to bring back the NBA quickly. I think they should have waited until next October.
0: Yeah, I mean, they were never going to do that. It was a money thing. Kind of a, uh, they need to right. get it done before the Olympics, and this was the agreed upon, so everyone can get their money. And then maybe they started it too soon. You're seeing a lot of injuries kind of get come out, um all the teams that went far in the playoffs last year, um, really kind of got struck by either injuries or went out early in the playoffs. But uh yeah, the, this is what they decided and the playoffs are here and the team that wins wins. I mean there's no kind of there's no uh there's no sympathy. The Lakers won their title last year. No one has sympathy for them for losing in the first round. <laughs> right. Uh especially Chris Paul. Ball. Chris Paul's never even touched
5: Chris Paul, Chris Paul deserves he it. He can it, yes. lead that team <laughs> to that finals i think he has a good chance of winning his first ring he does
0: yeah mario i appreciate you man thank you
5: hey i appreciate you having me here man. thank
0: you man i appreciate it um i appreciate everybody kind of sticking out hanging out um i mean jason will be back doing a pod he, he's on but va- he went to vacation flew to aruba today so he wasn't here but uh appreciate everyone who stayed uh who listened throughout the whole season um that really means a lot to us um the support here and on the podcast has been crazy so Thanks, everyone. Uh, Everyone have a safe night, and uh, we'll see you guys soon.